What do we do when we find ourselves up against the many leadership challenges that exist within our chosen careers? We all have goals and achievements that we would like to accomplish. Unfortunately, these desires don't come equipped with insight or awareness on how to bring these accomplishments to light. In essence, this is why the Dream Octane Niche Finder Framework was formed. Our founder, Clifton C. Manning, spent the first 17 of his 20-year career in healthcare working with physicians and healthcare leaders to achieve patient-centric goals while possessing only an associate's degree in applied science. At times, these challenges were daunting, and he felt unqualified to achieve the success he wanted. However, he focused on becoming intentional in reading every leadership book that he could find, as well as attending frequent seminars in areas where he saw opportunities to improve. Over time, as he applied insights gained from these various sources, he was able to successfully and efficiently cross the hurdles he found himself up against. Eventually, varying degrees of success within his sphere of leadership influence became more evident. The Niche Finder podcast is intended to bring similar insight to you, the listener, from those who have achieved some level of noteworthy success in their chosen career. Our hope is that the challenges they have overcome in the past will provide insight for your current leadership struggles and unlock the dream of achieving success in your own career. We believe that if innovative change is an engine, your unique dreams and abilities could be its fuel. And now I present to you the host of the Niche Finder podcast, Clifton C. Manning. I want to welcome you to this version of the Niche Finder framework. Today, we want to talk about what qualifies you, your niche. What is it about you that makes you unique for the moment that you find yourself up against? As you heard in the introduction, you know, I, I know a little bit about feeling unqualified, working in healthcare for so many years and having an associate's degree in applied science, but in environments where you had other people with terminal degrees, physicians, nurse practitioners, all these individuals, and we had to solve problems. And I found this principle that I want to share with you today that I call the easy method, uh, <laughs> how, how it actually developed. Uh, at the time, I didn't know that I was applying the easy method, but I just want to share with you this technique for those opportunities in which you feel like you are unqualified. I want you to ask yourself this question. When has success come from one of these four principles that we that again, we call the easy method? Easy is an acronym. E stands for exposure to information. So as we go through these different parts of the easy method, I want you to see it as the answer to that question of when has success come to you from E exposure to information. So these are the times when you're able to cross hurdles uh, by either knowing or learning from the value of an experience. You know, Zig Ziglar tells a story of when he was uh, he had to speak at a Fortune 500 company. And there he um, after afterwards, he actually was driving home and he got stuck. It had been the torrential downpour and and and, and it caused, uh, you know, the area that he was in to be really, really muddy. And as he was driving, his vehicle got stuck in the mud. Now, he tried everything that he could possibly do to get out of this predicament, but he could not. 
eventually, you know, he called the tow truck and the tow truck guy came. And when he pulled up, he noticed that the tow truck guy happened to be a really, really nice individual. Uh, but he wasn't really high in the IQ category based on the way that he was speaking. So, but anyway, this guy got in some Zig's vehicle and Zig observed from the truck in the inside of the tow truck. Zig Ziglar observed how this gentleman put the car in reverse and then to drive, turned the wheel a couple of times, reverse drive, turned the wheel, reverse drive. In five minutes, the car that Zig was struggling over an hour to get out of this ditch, the guy got up, got out of the ditch in like five minutes. And what Zig Ziglar noted at that moment is that when it comes down to experience, problem solving doesn't take a tremendous amount of genius. Problem solving is just knowing what to do in the times when that which needs to be done gets done. Like, you know what to do. <laughs> and so you don't have to be a genius. You just have to be experienced in how to solve that problem. And so when we talk about the first E, the first E is when have you become successful from exposure to information? Now, this could be information that you have uh, gathered or you've seen just as Zig Ziglar saw somebody else gather um, or show him uh, how to how to get out of a certain problem. Now, guess what? He can take that experience or you can take that experience and you put it into your duffel bag uh, uh, or the tool for you to pull out at some point later on down the road. So that's E, exposure to information. A, when has you, when have you experienced success through A, accelerated change? The next part of that we want to cover in this uh, easy method is actually the 5P framework. You know, we've gone through this many times, right? And so if you listen to the program you're familiar with at this point, um, you know, the 5P framework really helps to uncover what your niche is. The first one is passions. Uh, what do you do that when you do it, you enjoy it so much that you lose track of time? So what are your passions? Uh, the next P is purposeful. What is it that you do that when you do it, you feel like I was born for this moment? The next P is proficiency. So of course, we know that this is what you do well. This is this is um, basically the proficiencies actually can become the epiphanies that we experience from the E in the easy principle. So in essence, our proficiencies can come from just like Zig Ziglar situation, learning from somebody else's experience. So your E in the easy principle could eventually become your A of accelerated change. The next P is patterns. Uh, what do you do easily? Or with no pun intended, what do you do? What, what comes to you when you do it? It's just a pattern that's something that is, that is kind of the opposite side of the proficiency corn. So what you've learned to do well with proficiencies, uh, with patterns, you do it naturally well, right? And then the last P on here is problem solving. So, you know, if you want to grow in value, whatever position that you find yourself, the easiest way to do it is to solve problems, not to bogart your way into become the solution because that's kind of arrogant nobody kind of wants to be that guy right but at the end of the day if you find that an opportunity presents itself and you have a solution that potentially can can work if you ask a couple of people if you see if you can apply or be creative um, or find some technique to help accelerate uh, what you're doing um, success will find you uh, you don't have to push your way into the door quite often when opportunities uh, are, pre are, pre are presented 
the doors will open for you. And so the last, the last P in that uh, accelerated change or that is really um, problem solving. So you want to be able to uh, look at anytime you feel unqualified. Look at the times when in, in the easy principles that you either have been passionate, proficient, purposeful, had a pattern, or you solved the problem. And that will be the times that you can find that you have accelerated change. The next, the next, again, the, the third part of the easy principle <laughs> is really when have you experienced success from studying the S, studying best practice? You know, uh, and be, feeling unqualified, I think, uh, for me, uh, really put a chip on my shoulder. And so no matter how much success I was experiencing incrementally from situations of just learning best practice from great books like John Maxwell and, 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 um, Zig Ziglar, even, you know, see you at the top and other great authors. Good to great is, a, is another one. Um, how to win friends and influence people, um, crushing it, uh, by Gary V. You know, all these different books um, I found earlier on in my career, they really helped me to accelerate change. And it really helped me to not accept, not only accelerate change, but also by studying these best practices, they also helped me, um, to, to, uh, see that there were frameworks out there that I can apply to help me with some of the problem solving techniques. So whether it be the books is almost like a vicarious mentorship. I felt like I was experiencing by reading great books or by going to seminars. I prided myself on going to at least a seminar, at least one seminar of person development or professional development a year. And what that did was I saw people like Colin Powell, Zig Ziglar on stage, um, you know, different leaders who will go up there and talking about their journey. Uh, kind of how, you know, niche finder kind of, you know, is shaped by some of these experiences. And I learned so much from hearing other experts talk about their expertise. And so when you feel an unqualified, think about the S in studying best practice and the easy principle. When have you experienced success by looking at the success of others and taking a piece, a sliver of what they have to offer and applying it to your situation? You don't have to be the uh, smartest person in, in in the room, and 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 they said if if you're the smartest person in your circle, then you need to find a new circle because we all should be on a journey of growth and growing through life. We all should be the ones that uh, want to be the ones to um, yes effectuate change, but at the same time we still want to challenge ourselves so that we don't become stagnant but continue to grow. And so the S is studying best practice. And then lastly, uh, why? When have you experienced success from why? Yielding results from your expertise. Uh, you know, I was fascinated as I was doing research for Dream Octane. I was really fascinated at the difference between experience and expertise. Uh, they're synonymous. I, I know, I, I get it, but there is a distinction. Uh, experience is simply uh, exposure to information, right? And so uh, that could just be the E. But that's not what we're talking about right now. The why is different, and the distinction is is um, uh, Michael Mobison um, actually paraphrased a, a quote by psychologist Gregory Norcraft, and he says, "The difference between experience and expertise is that the ex- expertise." is having a predictive model that works. So in other words, it's having a framework. 
I saw this on display when I was a director for radiology uh, at a community. Well, actually, it wasn't. It was a level two trauma center at the time. And, um, you know, I, I had an Excel spreadsheet that I had brought over from another hospital. And this Excel spreadsheet really became um, a framework that I used to manage my department. You know, it had key performance indicators. And for those who work in operations, I'm sure this is I'm kind of preaching to the choir. But for those who are unfamiliar with it, this dashboard or report card would have different key performance indicators, everything to do with, um, you know, staffing, uh, patient satisfaction scores, my repair costs, things that I could look at in a snapshot. Now, what I did was, is that although I brought it from another place, that framework, I, I brought it into this new environment, but not tweaked it because some of the things that applied in the other environment didn't work here. You know, you just kind of tweak it and made it, made it work so that it made sense for that environment. What I found was that it made, it made not only managing my department easier, but it also helped me to communicate that information to my VP and also the physician chairman that who I, I reported to. These two individuals I is who I reported to and they really appreciated appreciated the da- dashboard because it pointed out the strengths and the weaknesses it also showed trends over time if we were doing better or worse and so it, in essence it, it made it easy <laughs> it made it easy to manage the department uh, and eventually that recognition led to me being um, promoted uh, to executive director um, um, so I was director at the time and it promoted me I got a promotion to becoming the executive director over um, several hospitals and I now had three directors reporting to me. The first order of business as soon as I stepped into this position and setting the right expectation is you know, I gave him I gave him my dashboard. I gave him the framework that I had already created. And now we were able to see not only how one department was doing, but now we, we saw how uh, all three hospital departments were doing from an imaging standpoint. And it just really helped to see who was who was doing better or worse, what areas could we, you know, learn from each other and so on. And so um we fast forward now fast forward and there was a disruption with the company that we were working for as an outsource uh, leader um, in this executive role um, I had all uh, um, as an outsource leader in this executive role the company that we were working for kind of got into a little battle with the company that we were working with and eventually the two severed ties um, what I found interesting is that the three directors who are now reporting to me continue to use the dashboard. Now, here's what's amazing. Uh, two of the three individuals uh, received leadership awards. And these leadership awards they received in two different hospitals about a couple months apart from each other. And this is after I was no longer leading them, but they were still using the techniques that we had already established with the, with the dashboard. Again, now they have a framework for their expertise. Now they have a predictive model that is working. And do you, would you believe that they both won leadership awards in their different hospitals now? That's one thing that was that was beautiful. But what caught me by surprise and helped to reinforce this point of having a predictive model that works is that the leadership awards that they won was the same leadership award that I won about a year and a half earlier. So when we talk about making the principles easy, the why is when have you experienced success 
by yielding to your expertise? When have you experienced success by having a predictive model that works? And if you haven't, if you don't have a predictive model that works, create one. <laughs> create a dashboard. Create some method that you can give to somebody else. Create even just talking through these principles, me sharing with you what I have called the easy method is really a framework. I now have given you a predictive model that can work for you if you apply it. If you take the time out to say anytime you feel unqualified in your mind's eye, pull out the easy principles and say, OK, I feel unqualified right now. But let me just think about what Cliff told me at the Niche Finder Framework. <laughs> let me just think about when have I experienced success by the E uh, exposure to information uh, or whenever I experienced success from the A of uh, accelerating change. When I have I experienced success from the S studying best practice and then lastly when have I experienced success from the Y yielding results from my expertise and, you know I hope this helps the the dream octane journey is one that I uh, truly appreciate I truly appreciate all the feedback that I've been getting uh, from individuals uh, uh, there's been more and more doors opening up uh, big up to wisdom who just uh, asked me to be a part and sign up for uh, to be one of their experts uh, on this new app that they have coming out so I'm excited about it I, I don't know maybe maybe it will be like the the next big thing who who knows I, I'm, I'm just really um, humbled and appreciative of the recognition it really comes from this community um, and being able to have a platform like this where people can listen and absorb and experience um, not just from me but also from other experts and and you know we may have one other how-to session this is one of those how-to sessions uh number two that we're giving you today and, and i just truly hope that it's uh it's a blessing to you and and it appreciate that you can um, have something that you can walk away from and say you know what today I learned something valuable today. I can understand that I'm qualified no matter what situation that I find myself, whether it be that you're about to walk out on, on a stage to give that great speech that you practiced and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed, or you at that moment where you just feel like you have to solve a problem. Think about the easy principles. Uh, the easy principles will help you to see that even when you may not feel ready for the moment, you just may be designed for it. <laughs> uh, remember to tune into dreamboctate.org we also have a Facebook group that's going to be opening up very shortly uh, I, I'm really about giving you guys as much training as we possibly can and I want to give you the tools that I wish I had to help accelerate your change uh, for the future and accelerate your moment that you find yourself in thank you for tuning in today remember visit us on dreamoctane.org the site is under construction you can still opt in and um, you, you know just join the, join the mailing list and, and we'll be able to send out a blast for you when the uh, the new module opens up. I can't wait. You know, it's going to be teaching people uh, so many great things on on how to start their online journey um, with a platform that can make life easy for them. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We look forward to speaking to you again on the next episode of the Train Octane Niche Finder Framework. Thanks again. <laughs>